a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, and the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism or worship of angels, and worship of angels going on in details about vision, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, moving the whole body, nourished and knit together, through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not take, do not touch, referring to the things that all perish as they are used, according to the human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value.
Christ's work, the cross, plus something else. They were always being intimidated that it was the cross, yeah, but something else as well. So you don't have it all. They were being duped into believing that they didn't have the food, that the cross wasn't enough, that Jesus wasn't enough. They might even be called mental midgets, which is a phrase a lot of people use nowadays as well. When something as important as your belief system is being mocked and teased, God should call that bullshit. this word shadow. 
shadow. As far as shadows that we see here, I'll reread that part. Verse 17 says, These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to them. So these shadows were old covenant observances. Everything had a deeper meaning. Every ritual, every celebration, every festival, every holiday. But these were just to be a sign. Like when you just see your shadow on the ground, or like in a scary movie where you see that dark shadow coming, you shouldn't be afraid of the shadow. You know that the shadow behind the shadow is something of substance. So all those covenants, all, all, the, all the works of the covenant, all the rituals, were just a shadow of what was to come. What happens when you get what actually came? There's no need to be hanging out with the shadows. You actually now have the substance. That's what made the false teachers so effective. What they did is they took things that God himself ordained, and they made it seem like that's what you need to do after the substance, after they had it. You know, in Mark 7, Jesus talks about eating. Talks about some of these great areas, and he says, What? Well, it doesn't matter what you put in your body, right? There's a greater matter, there's a greater work. So the reality of Jesus was there for the Colossians. They had enough, but there were worth being that they did. Now, here's the ironic part of it when they talked about food, eat this food, do this food, what's the substance? The Bible tells us Jesus is the bread of life. Telling them what to do, how to eat, how to drink, how to celebrate, what to drink. The irony is that Jesus himself is the what? The living water. Why deal with the shadow when you actually have the substance? Next thing. They were talking about the Passover and the new moon. These were festivals that had sacrifices. Who was the sacrifice for us?
everybody starts praying for you. And everything was just an amazing week. Every time was just an amazing week. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Let's read verses 18 and 19. It reads, Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by a sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, whole body nourished and knit together with joints and ligaments grows with the growth that is from God. And mysticism is this idea of having like a deeper knowledge, a deeper personal experience with God. And often it can be subjective. Paul told them, you all need to be tough with this. See, they were being pestered by believers who were having these special moments with God. Telling them, well, you didn't have these special moments. You didn't have these special visions. You didn't have this special talk with the Lord. And I remember someone told me, uh, I was in, I was looking at the ocean, and it was almost as if God touched me. And then I went into the ocean, and all I got was salt water in my mouth. So I didn't get, you know, God didn't touch me. But that stuff can sometimes make you